Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. They've made their way in commanding fashion into the Women's Cricket World Cup. They've completely embraced in New Zealand and one of their best performers, the all-rounder Ash Gardner from the Australian Women's Cricket Team joins us. G'day, Ash. G'day. Thanks for having me. How's the last few weeks been? I'd imagine enjoyable because you haven't tasted defeat. It's not fair. Yeah, um, it's obviously been really nice to, to have that success and um, I guess to take the momentum throughout the um, throughout the World Cup has been really pleasing um, as a side. Obviously, winning eight games straight is obviously something that we would have loved to um, have done at the start of the tournament. And now that we've done that, um, yeah, taking all the momentum from those eight games into this last final final push um, and and for the game that really matters. In the build up to this World Cup, just go back to before the World Cup. What sort of preparation did? did the squad have coming to New Zealand? Because you've re- you really hit it running. Yeah, we um, had the Ashes. Um, so obviously we've, we've played England quite a bit over the last three months. So um, we obviously know what they're, what they're about. And that was a seven-game series. So that was all formats. Um, so that was pretty much the perfect preparation, really. And then we got over to New Zealand, obviously, with the quarantine period. Then we had a little... Um, week there where we could kind of do our own thing for a little bit um, and then pretty much straight into cricket um, ever since that so I mean it does feel like a lifetime ago now that we're back in Christchurch Um, but yeah it's just a really pleasing feeling to be in this final. Um, When you played England I think it was your very first game actually uh, 600 runs were scored now you unfortunately through no fault of your own couldn't take part in that one what was your memory of watching that match from your room 600 runs? Um, I think at times there was certainly some highs watching um, our batting innings, obviously watching Rachel Haynes um, score the first 100 of the tournament. I think Meg Lanning batted fantastically in that game as well. Um, And then, yeah, they came out firing, which was really pleasing to see um, in saying that it was very hard to watch um, from my couch and not actually being able to have any impact on that game. Um, Yeah, there was certainly some frustrating times watching. but yeah, it was just pleasing to to see the girls get over the line and I guess take yeah, the confidence from that game and and how how close it ended up being into the rest of the tournament. Um, we'd like to claim a little bit of um, credit for your for your cricket because I, I read that you had a season at Northern Districts when you're a young woman. I did, yes. Back when I was, I think I was eighteen. Wow. That's a while ago now. That is a while ago. How long had you been playing cricket at that stage? Has it always been your sport? Yeah, always played cricket pretty much throughout my childhood. Um, I have an older brother, so I basically wanted to do whatever whatever he was doing. And we obviously happened to have some pretty fierce battles in the backyard. Um, and then, yeah, I, I just think cricket was the one that I loved the most. And, um, yeah, I've just been playing it pretty much ever since. Do you think if your brother played AFL, you would have said, okay, I want to play that then? Yep, because he played rugby league and then I played rugby league. So <laughs> I, I genuinely did whatever he was doing. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Now, your first game of the World Cup, you came out like a caged tiger and it was against us. Um, and you got 48 runs off 18 balls. You took two for 15 off three overs. That that was uh, Australia's third game and your first game. Um, just... What was your mindset going into that? Finally, I get to play. Was that behind your your performance, or that was always in you? 
Um, oh, there was certainly a lot of excitement to to be out of isolation um, and to be playing that game. The the training session the day before was my first in ten days, and I'd actually never been so excited to to go to training. And um, yeah, it, it certainly wasn't one of my best um, training performances, but there's only so much of that stuff that you can, I guess, correlate into an actual game. So um, yeah, I just had the backing from the staff and the players that if I was to come off, um, it would just to be, just to be playing that attacking and, and fearless nature that I do. And um, yeah, playing at down at number seven, sometimes it comes off, sometimes it doesn't. And um, it's just a position I guess you have to be really flexible with and, and know that you're probably only going to have maybe one every four to five innings. So it's actually going to really, um, come off the way that you would have liked um, and yeah I just think it was one of those days that was um, yeah it was obviously pleasing for myself but also just putting um, my, my team in a really good position um, to win that game. Yeah it was fantastic and, and when we talk well especially down here in the world of cricket there's probably no greater rivalry when you're talking men's or women's I guess uh, Australia England it's probably a fitting final for the world of cricket um, it, it's it's a recipe, it's a script that was almost destined to happen, wasn't it? Yeah, it's. Um, I certainly thought at the start of the World Cup um, it wouldn't have been us two. I probably wouldn't have put the, the four teams that were in the finals in the finals. And I guess that's just shown the way that teams have come back from, um, from losses. And I know for us, obviously, we were just trying to win as many games as possible to, to make sure that we were in the finals so we weren't relying on um, other results and yeah coming up into the final against England we know them so well um, they're our oldest rivals and I, I think we're going to be putting on a really good spectacle for for hopefully people to come down to Hagley Oval and watch and um, yeah it's just a game that I'm super excited to be in I've never been in a 50 ever World Cup final um, this is my fourth World Cup and um, yeah I'm just super excited just to be involved in this game to be honest. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, I'm really pleased with how the general public have embraced this Women's World Cup here in New Zealand. There's been a, a massive surge in support, and it hasn't really dipped, even though New Zealand's been eliminated. Now, I wanted to ask you about um, women's cricket around the world. What have you seen evolving since, I think you started in about internationally four or five years ago. What have you seen with the change of the women's uh, cricket being embraced around the world yeah it's it's certainly um a pleasing sight wherever you play around the world there's always magnificent support and like you mentioned New Zealand aren't actually in the World Cup anymore but still the people that are willing to come out and just support the game of cricket um it's fantastic to see that people don't care about gender anymore they're just willing to watch a really good game of cricket and um yeah as a female cricketer that's really pleasing to see and then hopefully one day that'll just be people just going to the cricket rather than I'm going to female cricket. Um, but I think the growth um, around the world, just, just in the, in the level of performances that um, countries are putting on the board, um, like to see Bangladesh here in their first world cup um, to have Thailand in the T20 world cup. It just shows how much the game has grown and, and how much time and, and, and money that countries are putting in to invest um, to make those female cricketers um, better than what they were. And it's, yeah, it's, it's certainly, a pleasing sight knowing that wherever you play in the world there's always going to be a fantastic support um for either you or well the people that you're versing so um yeah it's awesome to see and it's awesome to be part of talking to ash garden a wonderful all-rounder from the so far unbeaten and i'm sure they hope they remain unbeaten as we build up to the final at hagley on sunday do get along there or we have commentary here live on ecnz 
ball-by-ball commentary. Uh, final question. It might be a bit tricky, but I'll, I'll just let you know, we've geo-blocked England from this call, okay? So <laughs> how would you prepare a team to beat Australia? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think the thing that we do the best is we just, even if our backs are up against the wall, we, we find a way to win. Um, so I think, yeah, for, for teams coming up against us, they know what we're like. We, we do come hard, um, whether that's with battle ball. Um, and yeah, I, I just think you just need to be able to, I don't know, find ways to, to get out of certain little ruts. And that's certainly what we do as a team. If, if we find ourselves in a rut with the ball, um, Meg will turn to someone who she thinks is a wicker taker or even with the bat, just trying to find ways to, I guess, get out of those little holes. Um, so, yeah, I don't necessarily have any tips or tricks for, for them to, to try and beat us. But I think whoever whoever plays best on the day is, is going to win this World Cup and um, fingers crossed it's us. But, um, yeah, I just think we're going to find ways to, to try and, and win that World Cup the best that we can. You could, you, your guys' form just doesn't dip. Like, you always seem, I think... In the last uh, two years, you've you've only failed to bat out your fifty overs once or something. You've got a ridiculous record of consistency. Like, how do you not look back and go, "Oh, we haven't been beaten for twenty five games or whatever it is," and stay hungry? How, what mechanisms do you have as a squad to just keep performing at the absolute top? And and someone will run you close, and as you say, you find a way. Um, is there a mental edge? Is there a mental toughness to your group? Um, oh, there would certainly be an element of that. And I, I think it's just a hunger for, for individuals to always want to get better. Um, and I think as a team, that just makes the team evolve as well. And um, everyone can keep each other accountable. And I guess that's the beauty of being within this side. It's, it's so hard to keep your place. And, um, and there's so many players that either aren't here or sitting on the sidelines that could, um, that could play in the 11 any single day. Um, so I guess that's what keeps you so hungry when you are in the playing 11 to, to keep wanting to be really good and, and, and to keep striving to be better as a player um, to then ultimately have the effect on, on the team as well. And then obviously individually, if everyone's getting better, the team naturally will be getting better as well. So um, I guess that's what keeps us so hungry. Brilliant, Ash. I won't keep you any longer as you build up towards this Sunday. Thank, thanks heaps for finding time for us to chat to you today you've been so inspiring your whole team with your professionalism your absolute grit and your determination your warm favorites to win the final but I know you'll take no notice of that you'll just come out flexing and swinging and absolutely put it out on the park I hope there's a massive crowd of Kiwis there to to support the the wonderful game of women's cricket that you've displayed so so well Um, we wish you all the very best thanks for coming on Thank you. Thanks for having me. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.